Yeah, you, you came perilously Literally. close to the worst joke you've ever made. <laughs> perilously close. Yeah, and keep in mind, you're the guy who references things that he doesn't know what they are. Which is already a bar that's so low. Well, I would say... I would say that's true of everybody. No, I think but nobody you really especially. Knows what like, <laughs> <laughs> but how can we know what something truly is? We have is? documented By audio evidence. It? Yeah. You know, what? this rhymes, reminds me of a famous novel, Brothers Karamazov. Mm -hmm. What <laughs> happened in it? Yeah, what's Pretty the sure plot? It's not and the name of one of the brothers. Um, J Jorf. No. Jeff. No. I'll give you one. James. One of them's Feodor. One of them's Feodor. I know that because there's a character named after See, him. You've never read it either. There's a character that's named a after name. him in Warhammer Forty Thousand. So that's how I know. Well, that. It sounds that's like you not... just took the word, the name Theodore, and you changed the first letter well, arbitrarily. That is the Russian name for Theodore. It's absurd. What, it's Chessman's answer. That's what I was doing. That's I demand a recount. Can you at least do the author of the Brothers Karamazov? Yeah, Chessman. Uh. Isaac Asimov. Ah, no. Isaac Rhymes. Oh, for four. What a Very wealth good. of knowledge you've been imbued with. Isaac Karamazov? <laughs> Isaac Karamazov. <laughs> That's his name. That's the other brother. Final Papa Karamazov. Welcome to 30 Minute Worlds. Better cut all that out. What's this episode about? <laughs> uh, funny you should ask, Belvin. Uh, because we won't be building a world this episode. What? We'll be we'll be blowing a few of them up. Uh, yeah, we'll actually see, be tearing down worlds from now it's, on. If this is your first episode, this is, should not be your first episode. Literally any other episode would be better. Oh yeah, go back and listen to the start of season two. Uh, uh, but now is the time know. where we call the barn of worlds that we've... The stable of worlds that we've accrued. We take out the weaklings, and we build a bracket with those left over to compete against each other for which world will earn the honorable revisit in Season 3, the most cherished title of all. It's been a long and prosperous Season 2, uh, and some of you might ask, why is it three times as long as the first season? To which we will say, shut up. <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> we didn't plan it. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> Things would go this long. Yeah, I thought at least half of us would be dead by now, uh, but here we are. Yeah, various cardiac issues had put a year life expectancy on me and Chessman, but uh, we're still alive and yeah, kicking. Did you guys, mm -hmm. something There's, about a virus in the news? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't I, I sold all my electronics. Oh, was, it the, was that the cow thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. From back early 2000s. Mad bat disease is what I was hearing. <laughs> yes. Cow flu. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I mm. think we're going to get it kicking right off with some debate here we're going to be in this episode going over the worlds that did not make the cut there are how many did we cut again well uh we, we cut uh 18 eight just eight? kidding 16 we cut no, 16 eight, see this 16. is why i ask because no one can give me a number <laughs> that is the same number we cut <laughs> because 25 because you Just ignored them. the previously planned we format have... math is extremely difficult it's 16 We're 20 right 24 minus 16 we're negative we're The goal eight, is right? that at the end of this episode, we will have eight episodes we're, to put into a bracket. We're literally, revisit. by the way, we're literally cutting all of this out. Oh, number one. 100 views of Mount Funk. Okay. Does anybody remember this episode? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember yeah. this episode fondly, actually. I do remember this um, one. It was so long ago. I, I like this one. The start of season two. <laughs> Justin, are you going to say that for all of these? Because they were all a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Eight yeah. months ago. No, we're going to get to the, the last one, which we recorded last <laughs> oh, week. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Do we remember that? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, remember this one well because we recorded it and we are like, that was a really good season opener. I Yeah, and mm -hmm. something about... Uh, the heartbeat of the world, like something you can feel, that's still a really cool idea. Yeah, that everyone moves mm -hmm. to it like a rhythm game or something. That the whole world is kind of like a cowboy bebop-ish kind of flair to it. Yeah, and then we had like a, the whole system where like there were people in the sky and uh, 
they were isolated from the rhythm of the world. And so when they were planet side, they weren't in touch with that rhythm and it made them talk weird and walk weird. And like people didn't like them. I don't know. It, like it was kind of neat, and there was a magic system based off it. But anyway, yeah, no, it was cool. The the sky nomads had like uh, these like basically caravans of airships. They would go around and scavenge like rich soil from the ground to grow crops in the sky. It was fucking awesome. And there were like lava wall pounds of steel and yeah, yeah. The cool you could like really imagine it being a whole world. Mm. And now that's all true. But in order for it to be the world, a world we actually want to talk about for the revisit, it has to be a world that we have somewhere we want to go with it going forward, right? That's a good point. Yeah, I, I think everything has to... There's like two major criteria. One is that it's really good, and the other is that it could be expanded or wants to be expanded. Yeah, I think it's a contender for sure. It's not one I'm willing to cut, especially for the first debate... <laughs> right now right right now it's in my keep stable i would say interesting yeah it's all centered around the volcano um makes it tough to make a sequel but i mean we could I think if we were to make a sequel the way to do it would it we would have to change we'd have to introduce change to the setting in the form of like some sort of conflict that breaks out or like the, um we could have it so instead of the volcano being the center we're like uh, there are other places on this world that's the continent, right? There are other places on this world that have, like, centers of rhythm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm the lore lad. I'd have to think about that. That's right. I remembered who was the lore lad from way back when. That's my purview. <laughs> yeah, Walt Impressive. definitely remembers and isn't just reading the Spotify description right now. I, I think... I remember most of the ones where I'm the lad... If one of you guys is the lad, <laughs> it's hard <laughs> for me to tell. Forget about everything in the episode. <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like this app. I think this is a good app. Mm. I definitely okay. top twenty five percent app. Yeah. Okay. I sense Chessman, you're not too keen on it. I don't know why I'm not super. Well, it's because you it. set Maybe. a mandate of cutting sixteen worlds. So. Well. Okay. That's uh, why. That's why. There are going to have to be some tough decisions. Uh, I would like that stricken from the record. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay. We all said we'd strike 16 worlds. Uh, we, we, okay. Maybe we'll end up striking eight. You know, well. I think what's more likely is we're going to end up striking eight. <laughs> I think that's far more likely. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe I just don't like most of the again a lot of this made. isn't going to be recorded because we're going to have to then actually record we're going to say uh exiles of Arn, here's why this one didn't make the cut or whatever and like go off that but i don't know okay well okay so 100 views of mount funk we might keep this we we, we probably will keep this yeah so yeah tabled, I, I, I say it's, it's not an outright cut yeah, I think this is so. I think a lot of these are going to be obvious outright cuts. I don't think this is one of them. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. well, let's see if this one is an obvious cut. Number two, the Mendicant Gate. Mm. Yeah, who who's the lore lad for this, this one? This was Belvin or Daniel, I think. It was Belvin. It was, it was Belvin. Me. Yeah, it was you. Feel pretty connected yeah. to this one. I like this one a lot. Uh huh. This was the one about the um. Mormons that were oh, fighting hell demons. Yeah. Yeah. They were involved. I think that the basic premise of this setting is that in the American West, the like the frontier situation in Bleeding Kansas, yeah, the preamble to the Civil War, uh, like basically all these devils and their contracts um, infected the nation. Yeah, a magician named Mindicus yeah. found the gate, and like the the Mormons like witnessed it on their Odyssey West. Resolved to fight it or something to that effect. The Mormons were kind of paladin types. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we're cutting, I'm I'm fifty fifty on this one. If we're cutting sixteen worlds, I think this one gets cut. But if we're cutting eight, this one stays indefinitely. Okay, noted. Um, I, I, I would put this one in my top eight. Okay. Actually. Okay. I, yeah. I think like the alternate history angle is unlike a lot of the other worlds. Um, I th just think it's a really cool setting that could be expanded. Like we set up these different time periods, right? Um, where like by the time of the Civil War, 
the devil to like really gain power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like kind of builds to something I like that about it. There's movement to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had kind of focused, I think, primarily on more like the 1850s. I kind of like the idea of jumping like 20 years ahead and seeing what it looks like. Oh, sort of like a, um, a Deadlands Noir sort of thing. I mean, it, that is sort of this setting, but a little bit of a different flavor. Yeah, I I guess I just don't have a very strong history background, so I kind of flounder when we're talking about this, but... Yeah, uh, I mean, we use kind of broad strokes. 90% of history backgrounds are just Googling shit as you're talking on the right. episode. <laughs> That's way better than a history background. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. I can't Google and talk at the same time. You can't know, do a lot of you, stuff and talk can. at the same time. A New Yorker writer just got fired for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man. was gold. That's oh, an excellent joke that, that will fly over that everyone. That was really... I, I uh, hope we don't cut yeah, that. No, we'll just cut that. <laughs> I hope we don't yeah, cut yeah, that. That was very yeah, funny. It. It's cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Okay. Uh, okay, so maybe I can get this in my top eight. Is anyone in anyone else's top eight right now? Uh, it's in my top ten. Top ten, yeah, it yeah, I think it's in my top ten. Okay, it's 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 a tricky one. Yeah, it is. Uh, the same you're like way dates for me. are hard. I think I think if we were to uh, well, because okay, so let's let's for a second let's just talk about the um the first revisit we did. Uh, we talked about how we didn't really handle that as well as we could have. I thought the revisit was pretty good. It was pretty good, but I think it could have been better. I think it could have been a little bit more. I know I didn't go into it with enough polish on what I was uh, focusing on. And if 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 we had like you know a Batman levels of prep, then I think I think the Mendicant Gate could become like pretty sick. I know this podcast and i know that batman levels of prep is not going to happen for my <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. think it's you who wrote like 1200 words for his revisit for the first one it wasn't that's not yeah. batman levels of prep that would be also no, writing y'all's descriptions it, because y'all wouldn't do it <laughs> it, it was it was it was <laughs> it 20 well hours of playing muv level yeah. alternative for the second time turned into creative output <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is fine, <laughs> to be fair. None of us have played Muv Love Alternative. Speak for Do yourself. Uh, Walter has. <laughs> okay, Wait, so. Oh, I've considered it. Oh, I think I just outed Walt on the pod. It's My fine. bad, bro. Oh, no. I believe we uh, have some top tens. Yeah. Which is so, uh, an interesting I, precarious I put, position. It is, yeah. I think the human mind defaults to the top ten. I put Mendicant into my top ten as well. Number three, Moth K Ultra. This is one of my favorite eps from the season, but I also think it should be cut. Oh, really? I have an episode or two uh, like that. Uh, and when we get to them, I'll talk about them. Yeah, I have one like that. Yeah, I, I really like this episode. I don't really think it needs us to mess with it anymore. That's like, kind of This a- was the psych- like psychogenic, hyper-intelligent moths that are menacing like a Cold War era society. I was the lore lab for this one. Mm, um, yeah, this I one, kind of agree. I remember my eyes glazing over about halfway through because we got really into detail on the warfare between the right. moths and the humans. And you were like, where are the garlic people in this? Oh, I, just, I was just like, we had <laughs> kind of like a psychedelic kind of like consciousness thing going on with the moths. And then when it got to like World War II style, like well, if the moth is like a plane, what kind of planes fight? And I just... <laughs> I just really dig the whole I like the there's this war against the moths being fought while these shady governments are conspiring against each other and there's this counterculture backdrop. I think it's very fun. Uh it, it, it's the thing is if we did revisit it, I know exactly the areas that we could revisit and then we wouldn't be harping on like fighting them all the time, but it's just rings so much of uh true cuts to me oh really like the finale from last season it is kind yeah, of it is like, very similar mm-hmm. actually now that you say that yeah it it is basically the same formula yep, kind of this insidious menace that's hard to see that's eating away at right. society yeah uh and i also want to save as much uh material <laughs> so that i can use it for the first hit 
indie video game that I produce. You uh, from Chessman Studios. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get Michelle to do the art. It'll be great. Okay, yeah. so we're in, in agreement with them. Genki no Chessman, Mothmano Kankure. Anyway, that's the name of the Moth game. Ultra I, does not make the cut. Uh, <laughs> as much as it pains me, yeah. Read us off, Belvio. R.I.P. Number five, the diner in the flats. I love this one, but I don't think I think it's kind of. This is like what Daniel was saying with Moth K Ultra. Was I don't know where it goes from there. You know? Yeah, this one is the epitome of a one and done, I think. Yeah, and it's kind yeah. of a beautiful episode. It's like a short story of an episode, like yeah. Stephen King. Yeah, this is less of a setting thing. and more of like an anomaly. Or yeah, like a this piece is not a something. bad setting by any means, but I think it's one. This is the. Oh, go on. Diner. This is the diner that is like. Uh, unstuck from time or it's in space that just sort of appears on the salt flats uh, every summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And there's this thing where you excise from it all of your like inner demons, basically that then have to be fought through by other people trying to reach the diner. The whole nature of this being a mini setting means that we pretty much already got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I think this this omission from the finalists bracket is not because the diner in the flats is a half-ass setting. It's actually because it's a very beautiful setting that uh, I just think doesn't need any more added on to it. And I think I mean most of the guys here would agree with me. Yeah, yep. agreed. Fully agreed. Uh, Good. Of course, we never we never went through with our plan, or I don't know if it was a plan or not of surreptitiously inserting it into other settings yeah i think i said that and i was um only 25 percent joking <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have to weave a stephen king-esque cinematic universe what's going to be it. our dark tower of like seven <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the lore lads look through the desert and the and the uh, lore led followed. Wait, no, hold on. You're a fucking idiot. Be, How do you mangle that? <laughs> <laughs> the next prompt uh, word is Idris Elba. Uh, yeah. and well, terrible movie is my prompt word. <laughs> <laughs> Shittiest movie of all time. Uh, speaking of terrible movie, number six, Termites and Talons, featuring Ianara Natividad. I think... I think we cut this one. How do you all, how do y'all no, feel about it's, it? It's interesting, right? This is the one where you've got the birds and you got the ants and you got the termites. Yeah, I really liked that hierarchy there. Yeah. And they're all battling over these gigantic trees and they're like resurrecting dark gods. Yeah. We um, the first like half of or the first I guess third of the season had a lot of good bottle episodes that really didn't need to be fucked with. Yeah, I think cuz this isn't a bad one. But it's kind of, mm-hmm. we already explained, like, the complete cosmology of the world and how it worked in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got everything packed in. You've got um, how everybody, if you were to do a revisit, you would have to just dive into those. You you probably have to start making names for people. You'd have to, have, like, detail, like, who's on what side. Well, I mean, revisits um, kind of, you can't not do that, but... Right. Well, you the, uh, the bigger problem is that uh, we'd have to get Ianara on board. Yeah. Because it's, you know, she's, she's a, a big lad. name. You know, we can't just book her. Yeah. $12,000 it cost us right. to get her last time. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all that ad money is only all that ad revenue. That you, all, that, <laughs> all that planters peanuts revenue. <laughs> planters oh, <yeah>. money. <laughs> <laughs> We we could have paid Walt's uh, ransom three times over, and we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we just chose not to. It's fun. He's still in that Turkish prison. The one they kept banning. Yeah, I remember. Owned by planters and the Turkish government in a joint venture. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I and I think Belvin actually, you weren't here, but you would have really liked the setting. It's one you would really get down with. But uh, yeah, you know the the premise sounds cool. Uh, it is, I think, one that kind of completes itself in a way you know i don't feel an mm-hmm. urge to go back to it okay well then um not in the top eight Denied. unfortunately 
Get out of here. Number (laughs) seven. Number seven. Garlic baby house. So this one describes itself. It really does. (laughs) You need nothing from us, listeners. It's living vegetables that have magic powers. (laughs) In a house. (laughs) Yes, often referred to as the uh, My Neighbor Totoro of that really is what it is yeah this is far Mm -hmm. and away the most wholesome setting that we've done yeah and Uh, we shouldn't touch it for that reason right yes i'm scared to touch (laughs) it we will inevitably introduce conflict if we touch it yeah the only way to develop this setting any further is to introduce conflict because we actually were getting into some conflict actually we had kind of like animals the the animals were kind of big and wild but it's not a human conflict and i think that was what suited the setting uh, mm-hmm. the, the only idea I would have for furthering this is like a, a group of these people set out on the sea to see what's beyond it. And it's more savage. But that, again, is like not really fitting. Yeah, the tone I mean, I think we I brought for. something about the banana yeah, aisles you were or something. Fruit mm-hmm. that was like evil. And I didn't see where that came from. <laughs> I was like, where's it going? I don't with remember. This? Yeah. I, was yeah, you're Russian, man. I was just bebopping. I think that might have gotten <laughs> vetoed. Uh, he was the lore lad. <laughs> it get, can't get vetoed. I don't think it was bebop. I think it was a little bit more One Piece. Listen, Jazz is about the notes you don't play. Actually, I think, Dan, you were the lore lad because I remember yeah, you I complaining was about on that one. the phrase garlic baby house. I was complaining about it. I remember your distinct reaction. <laughs> we to that. did end up with like Cabbage Pat's kids that were actually sprightly beings, and it sort of worked itself out, which is that's fine. It completely worked itself out. Yes, uh, Garlic Baby House um, should stay young and perfect forever. I agree. Halcyon I agree. days of my youth. Cut <laughs> shit world. Get, 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 get out of here. <laughs> In the coins, brother. Multi kill. Number eight. Nation of Fools. Cut. Notable for being the episode we always bring up when saying. And we had some bad ones, didn't we? Like that fucking episode. <laughs> I think, I, I, guys, I don't know if you've expressed this on the podcast, but I've said this to the guys, is I think this episode is like the worst we've ever done. And I don't know why, but something about it, when I was recording, like my energy was super low. Like I think I had a long day that day. And like, just like, uh, I don't know. We put an undue amount of legwork on Belvin. I felt like he was having to do a lot of the world building for us because none of us had like good ideas but uh i don't know it doesn't make me excited to even think about (laughs) the world world is sort of uh, it's a mediocre mad tv joke stretched over 35 minutes it's a sketch yeah you're right it's 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 i don't think the premise had to be a sketch necessarily but maybe it did maybe it seemed promising is one of those things that like okay like intelligence like kind of warps based on where you're at Mm-hmm. Yeah, like kind of forces of stupidity or intelligence. There is something there at the core. I don't think we really developed it. Particularly. No, I, well, I, I right. don't know if there is something at the core. I think maybe it's a trick. The mirage. It's, we, here's well, the we, thing. If there is something at the core, it is very similar to what's at the core of the uh, gambling world. Right. I mean, gambling world was right? a better example of like kind of like reality warping nonsense made into a society yeah no gambling world is a much better example of Uh this sort of premise Mm -hmm. right i think we can all agree it's cut though oh unless (laughs) we want to bring it in the tournament just so we have a heel what (laughs) just sort of like nation of fools with the iron chair (laughs) oh my god so funny dude yes uh, um this one this episode uh got got too stupid it got <laughs> too stupid too fast uh, it was kind of metafiction in a way I, this is like the gas leak episode i think <laughs> that we made <laughs> like there's something yeah, going on Walt had just come home from a long day of huffing gasoline yeah. in the shell station <laughs> he was tired <laughs> i'd gotten angry at my wall and ran into it full force uh, uh, just seconds before recording. We're, we're cutting Normally this that one. makes me this more is... creative, not less, but not that day. I just got done beating up my friends at the soap uh, making facility. What? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> that comedic premise is different from our comedic premise. Yeah, yeah, we just we just uh, taken down all the credit unions and banks in the in the United States. All right, oh. moving on. I'm cutting that joke and this episode. We're <laughs> yeah, all right, the arachnid. Oh no, you have to read it, Melvin. Number nine, the arachnid union. I forgot we did this one. I think, I, I, I think that that silence speaks volumes, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. okay, so this one was about, I do not remember who the Lorelad was. It was, it was me. probably Walter. Oh, no, it was okay. me. I don't, I don't like this one either. This was about, there were spider societies that lived in kaiju-sized spider carcasses. Oh, yeah. And they, like, eat and fight crabs. Yeah, sea, sea monsters, basically, yeah. Right. Crustaceans of some variety. Wait, we had giant um, sea crabs already, and then we did we, we did a better crab episode later on, I think. Well, uh, right. The problem was that we had all done ayahuasca before we started recording this one, and <laughs> Melvin was there to bring the guy. I was supposed to be the shepherd. <laughs> the mescaline episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I took a hit of of the mother, and I saw the moon this give me a new heart. If it is like a really bad trip, actually, now that I'm thinking, just like the bug imagery. Well, it's, I kept trying to push us on this one to be a little bit. Well, and the thing is, I was trying to push us to ground it somewhere, but I was trying to ground us in like a weird chef episode like thing <laughs> where like. Well, that was were, one of the props. The spiders were. We had some right. sort of priesthood where they were like the, the chefs were like the spiritual leaders because they made the food taste the best or something. Oh, shit. You know what we should be doing? We should be saying the prompt words that came with it. Eh. Well, it's late, so let's just pretend that you never had that idea. Okay, yeah, no, this one was, cut that. <laughs> this one was uh, Union Spider and Chef, which... Not a, so I you mean, so you guys when given the prompt words union spider chef made a world with a union of spider chefs basically that more or less yeah very impressive so this goes into the <laughs> review I that I was trying to do who was not present <laughs> this goes into the review I was trying to do of what makes a good prompt word and I don't think there's a good prompt word I think there's good collections of prompt words. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a three-body problem. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, when you get Union Spider Chef in there, yeah. it's you're going to get a Spider yeah. Chef Union. Well, any episode <laughs> with the, only the three, like, the Lorelad's word sort of defines a lot of things, and not necessarily in a good way. I don't yeah. know. Well, anyway, um, we, we can all agree that we're squashing these spiders, Cut right? That it's a, it's yeah. a crunch. And nobody will miss it. R.I.P. Um, I'm eternally glad that Walter does not have a soundboard on this podcast. If you give us money, that's the first thing that the money's going toward is a podcast soundboard. (laughs) Do y'all know LSE, the magic player? No. Luis Galvarga? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, on limited resources, he'll often pull out a soundboard and annoy his (laughs) co-hosts. It's good good content. sick. Number 11, Skies of Tragedia. I mean, you can just hear it, right? You can just hear Skies of Tragedia. It's just be- it's beautiful. It is beautiful, it is, it, it is but beautiful. I think we cut it. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's so old now. Well, and like- I, I don't think it's age matters. I just think it's complete. And it also feels unfair to the worlds we built in season two. To pull a season one world <laughs> that we lost. Right. This is the lost episode that came back where the, the truck king and his machine spirits want soil or something. The rare earth metals. Get with it. Right. So this is technically a season one episode as we recorded it, but we released it. In se- so it, it doesn't seem fair, does it? Yeah. Okay. So for reasons of fairness, Skies of Tracadia is no more uh, it, stricken from the record and i also don't really know like what i i mean like trucks with people uh, the, <laughs> I mean, it's really silly it was cool yeah I, I i'm not saying it's silly here don't be 
Don't be stupid, Chessman. Now, what happens in the revisit is the De- the Decepticons show <laughs> you, up. Is what happens. Can you imagine yeah. <laughs> if we made another silly episode that came right after? Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I Bell, can't. What was the next episode? I can't imagine. Oh, that'd be number twelve. Dangers in the outfield. I'm I'm actually going to defend this one. Really? Yeah. Top eight. Uh, I thought uh, if we're cutting sixteen, I'm not. But I think this is a good <laughs> world that we built, and actually, we used baseball to describe a cool setting. <laughs> I think this world is way better than it has any right to be. I agree. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I can sense two dissenters here. This is, I just want to read the prompts because the prompts are so good. I don't want the to prompts. revisit this, though. Like, <laughs> were the prompts? The, the, the prompts were big baseball juice. Yeah, and juice. for the record, oh, yeah, juice was... <laughs> Juice was yeah. a joke prompt <laughs> that was later adopted <laughs> by a and certain funny Juice was such a troublesome <laughs> aspect of the setting. <laughs> it was Chessman who said made juice. stuff sticky. Yes, it was. <laughs> At some point, Walter was just like, oh, what if the whole place was sticky? It was your fucking prompt. <laughs> we hadn't done it. Yeah, we had like six minutes to go. The whole thing <laughs> was covered six in minutes sticky to go, juice. And you had to dress <laughs> a way to bring in your prompt work. <laughs> She could have just done steroids in some way. But. Well, I think we established that uh, the surroundings of the island was like juice water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, juice ocean. <laughs> A mistake for sure. But anyway, I, I, like I don't, it, I don't want to revisit this because I don't want to do this again with with football and soccer. <laughs> right, and so that's on. the place where we would go. We would just basically do the same thing, but with other sports. Yeah. And that's not actually that interesting. No, that is Why are we my... doing this whole world builder podcast when we could just be making different sports islands? No, I don't want to do it because episode. my graphic novel is going to be about that. <laughs> Coming 2021, keep an eye out, listeners. <laughs> Dry lie island. Highlight. It's pronounced highlight. Yeah, I know, you know that. Just no, it's gonna be me. it's gonna be cricket world, not baseball. So no copyright infringement. Cricket world is what happens whenever Tessman Chessman tells a joke. That's the world oh. we visit. Oh. 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 About, I thought you were going to talk about Hitchhiker's Guide, and I was about to be excited. You cut me down. Damn, son. <laughs> yeah, this is, um, this is... We build that one several times an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this episode is like uh, like kind of weird but funny one-off Futurama episode. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like a Futurama episode, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of Good Futurama news, everyone. We've got a big delivery, and it's a gigantic hot it's dog. It's a big crate labeled juice. Mm. <laughs> no. Interesting. Yes. No, this actually could be a Futurama episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes uh, me like it more, actually, but still should make the top top tier. Right. Well, uh-huh. um, let's pour a, a, a cup of juice out. Of course, pour out yeah, some Yeah, it's grape. a shame. Uh, I do like this one a lot. It's not a trash world. Uh, it's actually good. But because I have to give the cut ending monologue, I'm going to do cut, trash world, piece of shit. <laughs> that, that's definitely not going to get old. I wish we didn't have to do this. It's the law. <laughs> but you told me cut world's got to go to a farm where they ran around Dog all shit day. Farm. <laughs> no, we said Cut World's bought the farm. Uh, it's an expression from uh, World War One and maybe two. I honestly well, no, wait. We're not to World War Two yet. Uh, can you oh, can God I get, a, can I get some crickets on the soundboard, please? <laughs> <laughs> Number thirteen: snakes on a reflective plane. Okay. Who was the lore line for this one? It had to be no, Belvin, right? Wait, no, no, it was you, Walt. Was it? I think I we, think it was you. I think we cut this one. I don't think I was the lore lad, so I don't know if we keep it, guys. <laughs> well, this was the one about the Naga that like hid in mirrors. Yeah, hid from death in mirrors. Yeah, they lived in the mirror worlds, and they have knife and- tongue, the trickster god who tricked them. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this one never really like went well, anywhere that interesting was the problem. My big beef with this one is we never figured out uh what we never we kept like zooming into the mirror world and we never gave ourselves a clear answer on whether or not on like how many people had to die or like how the process was for them to reproduce and it was kind of like a Oh, no, we made the rules too, but they just didn't make it more i mean yeah the, the premise that they have to sacrifice blood sacrifice humans to survive right right but if they're blood sacrificing the only... in the mirror world and death can't reach the mirror world oh yeah yeah like it doesn't make any sense yeah. like they, the whole yeah, reason they went to the mirror world that for a while too yeah 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 it, i is that they can't sort of die jk so. rowling setting snakes i reflect, don't want to open this one back up I don't think this is a J.K. Uh, Rowling setting. I mean, it's weirder and bloodier than that, but it's not that good. No, in the sense that it has very little internal consistency. In fact, I think we finished this episode and said, well, that's a bottom bottom half episode. No, I think I do remember <laughs> us finishing it and being like, wow, that was pretty good. And then I think later with the wisdom of time, I've come to be like, eh, it's actually uh, like a week later. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it's not exactly trash, how but... the episode ended, which is that I put a dumb twist that it basically turned into a horror movie where it's in the future that like uh, snakes, a, a snake Naga creature comes out of the mirror lake and right. uh, kills. Like in the campers. future, the legend has, has like gone away, but the Naga still exists. So it turns into a schlocky B movie. It's just for, the which movie Predator 2. That's all oh, yeah, it is. I don't want to do that. Everyone's done that movie. The year is 1985. Yep, the movie bad. that no one wants to see would be it's the true. sequel. Yeah. So let's not it's, do it. It's uh, Friday the 13th in space or whatever. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we brought space into it. <laughs> well, uh, let's hear the sound, the sound bite. Bad world. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the sound bite. No, that, no, no, that bite. Eat my ass, piece of shit. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Eat my shorts. <laughs> oh, man. Number 15, The Gray Frontier. So this is Walt and I's world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sort of joint lore lads. Yeah, yeah. This is the one about... Um, it's like a sort of, I would say it's the Dark Souls, the 30-minute world. It is 100% Dark Souls. I listened to it, and I very much enjoyed it. I really it, liked it. I'm reticent to revisit it because it's a two-person app, you know? And I kind of want yeah, yeah. one that more people were involved in, you know? Yeah. And, and also, there's, there's something about... Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you could go into for, like, uh, exploring it more, but I don't know, like, if the more we drill down into it, the more I think we're just going to turn it into no, dark the more you fucking drill down into, like, black hole physics, like you did. No, I'm done with the black <laughs> hole. No, the black hole that episode. is over. Yeah, that was that that bit. It's a cool idea, but it, it, as a listener, it was sort of hard for me to. You have to understand how on. dumb I am too. So when you're talking to me, I'm just like nodding my head. I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> just I, I do. I just wanted. To, I think that's an important idea for what that episode sort of meant to me. Where like, if you do, if you break the afterlife. There's no longer an afterlife to get to. So that's sort of what that was. That was like, you will, ne- you will never reach the afterlife. Afterlife Requiem. But no, I, I like it a lot. Probably, I think, my favorite of the worlds that I don't think will make the cut here. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Okay, I guess the, the bronze medal, the runner-up trophy. Damn. Uh, yeah, anticipation medals. I, I, I can't. You know, I'm pretty brutal, but I can't give the send off to this one. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, number that's... sixteen. War o the wisps. Uh, okay. Right. Got that shit. Well, Walter, you weren't on this well, one, right? Yeah, no, it was not. <laughs> Could we cut Walt from the podcast? <laughs> I, I I did like Define this episode. Wisps. I wouldn't uh, put in my top eight though. That's for sure. 
It is. It's the one where wisps were, were like dead people or like dead souls weren't going on and they, and were, they were like inhabiting armor and objects shit. And you would get clusters yeah. of objects like an awful Katamari. Weapons and armor. Well, the armor. It was like it was all of these instruments of war that are left on this ruinous battlefield. It was yeah. like the really right. like. Kind of like a ra- the Ravages of War critique episode. <laughs> sort of the Dark Souls 2 of 30-Minute Worlds, Sort of the Attack say. on Titan of 30-Minute Worlds. Is, it is funny, because like these two worlds I was listening to, and I wasn't on uh, War of the Wisps, but they were very similar listening to them back-to-back. What, Grave Frontier and War of the Wisps? The same, yeah, they had very much the same vibe. They were both incredibly bleak. Interesting. Well, I mean... Most of the War of the Wisps crowd was not the same crowd as was on The Great Frontier, except for Chessman. It's true. Common Link. I mean, they were both sort of apocalyptic and bleak, but that's also like 75% of our settings. Yeah, so War of the Wisps is um, not bad, but uh, middle of the road episode. Yeah, and we don't take yeah. middle of the road here. We take uh, the high right, road. Well, I'd say that almost weekly we take the middle of the road. <laughs> in terms of choosing up. a topic, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> this episode's any indication. On, on average, we take the average road. I think that is easy to <laughs> the say. median road. Yeah, <laughs> you take that path. The mendicant road. <laughs> they okay, should have called so, it the median uh, gate. No, no one's going to go to bat for War of the West. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Agree. I don't know too much no. about it. I listened to it one time. I liked it. I think it's. I enjoyed it. Uh, I do. No, it's it's, not the thing is, anything we do with it, it doesn't really feel like doing it in that world makes it interesting. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you, you, the stuff that you could do in there. Like we started talking at the end. We started talking about a um, groups that would remain after the uh after everything with shit and like they could really be anywhere like in any sort of apocalypse setting there it's just at a certain point it just becomes like zombies like giant zombies yeah i mean i think there's a way to use the wisp premise in an interesting way like maybe time passes and you can like like each wisp gives you a power or something you would like think that. that you fucking loser what oh i'm just <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> Well, uh, this episode is top eight. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'll show you. <laughs> You're like, I'm voting now to put it in the bracket. Walter, you really did it now. You finally got, we finally got a heal in the tournament. Thank God. I really fucking healed my No, my I think the heal's coming up. Oh. Number 17, Crabrant. Dude, we're keeping this Parentheses, in. 1986. We're keeping this. this because was... it's a reference to David Bowie's Labyrinth. Right. Which has absolutely nothing to do with the actual content of Crabrant. Well, it's a fun it, This one was cool as reference. shit. I was not there, so I have nothing right. to say. Dan was not there for all of the um, crab reproduction that we got wrong. <laughs> With uh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I would have corrected you. No if, if I had been there, Wait, that would never have world, happened. We make the crabs. How many times do I have to draw this diagram for you about what's within our power? <laughs> well, it's about as many times as I have to draw times. a diagram of how crabs would have sex in this world. <laughs> leave it on my doorstep. <laughs> yeah. So, so this world, which, if I remember correctly, has these gargantuan crabs that, for various reasons, have giant labyrinths on their back. Uh, that sort of spawn these creatures, but have precious stuff in the middle. And there's like a Scottish tribe kind of faction. Yeah, there's a Braveheart uh, which, tribe of crab explorers. Right, and also an empire. Mm. Like kind of a British empire type who are coming in and trying to just pillage the resources. This was so... Just the concept of a labyrinth on... A, like, labyrinths littering the landscape. And then I think when we had that moment when it's like, well, it has to be a creature leaving them there like a creature that makes a labyrinth as part of its life cycle. Mm-hmm. That was just like a really cool moment to realize. Uh, for me, at least. I don't know about y'all. but Yeah, no, I, I like this setting. Um, I would also put it in the middle of the pack, though, myself. If I've been uh, keeping track of what we're keeping and cutting, and one, two, three. Yeah, there's three, there's three more keeps in the next, uh, in the rest of these, so... Oh, oh, I, I bet I know what they are. Like, there, there's still yeah, we some might have questions. To, we might have but... to go back, though. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, tentatively, I'm but I I like Crabrinth. Partially because I kind of want to go back and and uh, talk more well, about crab well, reproduction rights, you I fucking sicko, <laughs> sick fuck. Hey, we don't kink shame on this podcast. All right, uh, friend fuck. of the pod, Alex, did uh, uh, chew me out, after, chew us out afterwards for all of the shit we got wrong. So if we did revisit it, we could correct <laughs> some of it. But you know, artistic license it's for. F- but i could talk so much about how crabs fuck <laughs> and we're cutting it no! and that is convincing me to cut my darling crabrinth <sighs> oh man <laughs> uh, read it off, Velvio. Yeah, what we got here? Number 18, World Well 2, featuring James Moeller. Mahler? Mueller. Mueller. It's, it's Mueller. It's Mueller. Mueller. It's Mueller. <laughs> Mueller. Mueller. <laughs> James Malmar. Eponymous James. Report. James Akbar. So, and so this is the crew. one where you guys talk about like 17 or 18 different nations. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll cut it. The complicated <laughs> geopolitics. It's, uh, it's, it is a little bloated, I will concede. I like this concept, but I do think that without yeah. the aid of a map, it's not something we're going to be able to revisit. It is the thing, that if we did revisit it, it is the, exactly the sort of world that that extra time and effort uh, to allow us to create a map would be available right yeah right. so in terms of our two criteria there's definitely room to expand on it and fill it out but is it cool uh, enough to warrant yeah. it i think monks using world war ii rifles and doing martial arts with them that alone is badass uh and cool i think the lime that's the all lime has, island right? was like okay like i can kind of i guess see you know, you know that's kind of neat uh, I thought the geopolitics was the coolest thing about it, and the well relocating. I like this one. I'm, I would be. A, I do think. Well, I do think that we need a map if we're going yeah, to do fuck. it. Though. I think the listeners need a map too. That's the big right. thing. Uh, yeah, I need so a map. In that, so the in that oh, vein, I'm going to. Audio, isn't even it? though I like it, I'm going to say because I have a few coming up that I think I would like to keep more. I would say we. Plus, keep in mind for a revisit, we'd have to have James too, so it'd be a five-person revisit. Yeah, if I felt crowded... Well, I felt I very know. crowded. I didn't think it would be crowded, but it was kind of a lot. Yeah, yeah. it did. I... Mm-hmm. It's a little too weedsy for me in that I didn't, like, love all the weeds we were getting into. Yeah, and, it, and it, I got super um, lost in the weeds. Like, I was not following with you guys for most of it. Like... Yeah, I mean, a lot of the nations were kind of just very sketched in, like, enough so that I... They weren't that interesting to me. I I I wouldn't vote to keep this. Okay, one, okay. Personally. It sounds like a cut. Cut. Shit world. Okay. Get out of here. Moving right <laughs> along. This may be a jumbo episode. Um, number nineteen. Words with goblins. Now words with this one. This one was the one. Uh, wait. Was Walter also not here for this one? I was here no, for Walter this one. Was. This is a good yeah. one. Uh, we. We were full oh, staff really? for this one. If it's good, I, like I was one. there. That's a we were full mask for this one. Yeah, this is about like dragons have servants, and the magic is expressed through language. And they, a goblin, like basically tricked language out of uh, dragons, and it like kind of lifted his species up. And then that happened to all the other monsters mm-hmm. in the world too. Right. Yeah, but like some haven't accepted the gift, and some are bad at it. This is a cute world. Are, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like goblins. I know you do, buddy. I really <laughs> That's do. Why my prompt words? <laughs> it's like, our only goblin world, and it's because goblins in the prompt. <laughs> you can't, can't get rid of. You do this a lot. <laughs> where if you want something in the prompt. You'll, didn't you say Golem for <laughs> the episode we had? No, I don't think I did. Oh, okay, no, that wasn't okay. him. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That was me. I wouldn't say I do that a lot. What, I don't what's know. another I'm, example? I'm 50-50 on uh, Words with Goblins. Yeah, I, I like the concept and also the sort of like... Um, uh, I, I like a world where you can sort of see that if you were to start at like the human level, it seems almost normal. 
And then as you start to like peel away, like, oh, you get into goblins and then you get into dragons and then you get into super dragons and you're underneath the, the, the earth, like miles down battling dark forces, right? Or something like, I uh, like that sort of layer. I think like my issue, and I guess I do have an issue with this. My issue with the setting is that it is the closest setting to generic fantasy. Right. Uh, that we've ever done. Actually, because of the goblins, unfortunately. Well, not even because of that, but because oh, what we really did was we have goblins, but they're different, which is a good move mm-hmm. if you're going to do goblins. Belvin, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Well, I, as I remember, is like kind of like a Greek setting. Um, the main human civilization was main basically human civilization was yeah, like Athenian. Like, yeah, yeah, the Athenian. That was it. it was specifically Athenian because we had this thing about goblin orators. And oh, yeah, the democracy. That, like, yeah, I forgot about tradition. that word. Yeah, um, which was I thought very interesting. Yeah, and there was like so the subplots. Like one was with the the elder dragons, which is like kind of cool mythic stuff, and then like all these monsters that now are like sentient and sapient in a way that they weren't before mm. which i find interesting i think y'all like didn't like that concept I as did. much i mean I dig uh, that. which is fair yeah we did we didn't go like that deep into that aspect of it we were running out of time on that one i think yeah which is i mean that's probably a good quality for a revisit world to have we were running out of time mm. i don't know let's say this one is 50 50 i vote i vote cut on this one I wouldn't be mad if we cut it. To me, it's like one of the like top tier ones that didn't make it. Oh, I have one like that too. Yeah, I have a few like that. A few good men that I lost. Yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice. The I'm looking at you, if fucking, are. fucking Crabrinth. I really do. Fucking I, <laughs> I do really. Every time I think of words with goblins, I think about like what. It would basically be like a uh, courtroom video game, is is what I'm thinking about. Like <laughs> you play as a you play as a goblin or something, it, and you're orating to a crowd, and you have to right. use the right prompts. Oh, it's a visual yes. novel. It's a visual oh novel. no! And you you orate to human crowds, and you orate to monster crowds, and you orate you you're the <laughs> and you. Oh, it's like a political mm-hmm. game. Trying to get prestige and power. And then you become powerful that. enough that you fight the dragon at the end. Which, that's all done. That's It's a it's a done setting. Well, game. you send other people to fight it for Okay, you. well, that seems like a fully complete video <laughs> game idea. Very flushed and, out. Uh, and I'll find it. Good. Please don't steal it from us. <laughs> Thank Planters, you. Planters, peanuts. Uh, we're looking for that uh, second check. You still haven't sent it. <laughs> There's a news we, announcement. Bioware is developing. <laughs> Coplin Orator funded by Peanuts. Oh my god! <laughs> they fucking the, screwed the us. The product placement is so they egregious. Stole everything. All the healing items are just different brands of Planters nuts. Number twenty-one. Celebrity dump okay. spectacular. Well, why did you name it this? I I could have taken any suggestion <laughs> for the You know what you're right. You're actually absolutely right. <laughs> I I I, well, I literally wait, well, I'm like, on this one, right? I was on half of it. I had to leave. Uh I was deported oh, midway. Right. Yeah, so you canceled canceled. with the bad time. Uh, the Turkic government, right? Sure. <laughs> um yeah, uh, B minus. B minus. Yeah. Not yeah, not the tier I think we're looking for for the keepers. Right. No, I mean a, a fun premise, dug into it decently. Just not not top top of the yeah yeah. It's a shame. Team. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, it's I do like the idea of God Emperor Tom Cruise uh, on <laughs> Trash World Planet, but you know we it, kind of yeah. The thing, if we were to revisit it, I would just really want to just write the story that would happen in it. Like I wouldn't really want to mm. right like short stories about all these different celebrity. which maybe that's a good format for a revisit (laughs) you know but yeah i mean that'd be an episode if you want to i don't know the the thing about trash planet was like uh at a certain point celebrity warlords are just warlords Mm -hmm. you know well kind of we developed it i mean i i guess that's true but we talked about like other kinds of rulers too uh like cult of personality and so Mm -hmm. on yeah, and like an Elon Musk type, that was pretty interesting, who was actually trying to like get some tech dominion. 
and this like weird uh like there's less stoppage right of the ability to communicate and or operate devices and so they you had to use that. flags which was one of the keywords oh yeah we had to use <laughs> flags right. as communication before had to be integrated that. into the okay, setting yeah no that was weird oh, glad you know the word. that one was that was weird <laughs> i don't know about that part sometimes they miss <laughs> <laughs> i mean as as much of a fan of semaphore yeah, as i, I am i really don't think that, that really oh, you, don't get me started don't get him started on semaphore oh man you'll be up oh, all yeah. night Seven days. Almost like there's some malevolent force. Some Randall flag stalking through all these stories. (laughs) It looks like it's time for this world to be sent to the dump. (laughs) And then there's a toilet flushing sound that's completely incongruous (laughs) to the dump. (laughs) What are y'all doing? Chessman will edit it in. Stop making fools of yourselves. I I edited it in with my mouth in real time. Okay, we're almost to the end, folks. Thanks for exhaustively listening. And the last. Melvin. Number 23. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) We're not done. (laughs) What are you talking about? Number 23. Bayou Bailiff. Yeah. (laughs) The the Bayou Bailiffs. Uh, This one's pretty fresh. You know... I haven't had a lot of time to mull over this one, but I really do like the idea. Fresh off the toilet. Fresh off the toilet. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a super fun idea. I'd say in terms of quality, I put pretty mm-hmm. high up. Um, I, I just like this kind of chaotic setting that we make work. I like the energy of those yeah, episodes. Got, um, um, there's a lot of... It's essentially just like... It's the setting that we made, if you took out the of course the idea that this city like increases or decreases like amplifies your luck if you took that out yeah there's it's governed by a goddess yeah. lady luck if you took that out it'd basically just be a gambling city well it's basically yeah well it's, yeah, it's the, new the, orleans <laughs> the, the virgin nation of fools the chad bayou bailiffs uh so we get to talk about a bunch of uh uh very very good uh, New Orleans stock characters. Mm, yeah, I don't, we could I, dive into the this cuisine. This one's kind of similar to Clown World for oh, me, no. or Nation of Fools, where I just didn't feel it when I was making this one. But maybe it's because they're both very similar settings. I mean, yeah, they both have the... like They're, they're variations on a similar premise. Yeah, yeah. They both have kind of like that childlike... They're, they're For me, I think it's a kind of setting where if you look at it closer, it doesn't actually like work... You know, well, it's funny how you're the one who bristles at that when you also like love the like clowns and mimes. I love clowns. And yeah, they're nonsense. so funny. Uh, but you know, I think I don't know. I, don't I think know. this one does hold up if you zoom in, though, because like I was, I really want to see um, like how the like a specific courtroom plays out. Like, <laughs> like maybe not the shuffleboard uh, court. Uh, <laughs> do you though like <laughs> kind of i mean and also like the idea of luck being variable rpgs sometimes have luck stats mm-hmm. for a reason like it's it's a variable that you can move around without making it like complete nonsense world like intelligence it, it's just really it's really fun because in comparison to like nation of fools is like yeah i don't get excited about zooming into like a super authoritarian like there's like everyone's really smart versus like super whimsical. Everyone's like like that's just a cartoon. Yes, yes, we all hate well, nation. But of in fools. comparison, <laughs> um, this uh, like Laura, the city of Laura, like you can look at every like institution and business and like person in there, and like it's actually kind of fun to see how luck factors into their lives, right? Right, and my favorite conceit from this episode is that you you garner favor with Lady Luck by introducing like randomness into mm-hmm. what you do. So like <laughs> every institution will just like is like a slot machine setup, which is like both nonsense and also makes sense in the context of this world. It's a great right exposition for me. All that said, I'm not voting for this being top eight. Oh, okay. I just love it. 
Okay. I think you would probably be the person who is most passionate about it, right? Would that be fair well, to say? Chessman likes it too, right? Chessman, you I, like it. I like it. I also like it. Dan, you like it, right? I like it, but it's not top eight for me. It's not top eight. I don't think it's top eight for me it's either. It's funny that you guys say it's not top eight because we currently have got the top seven. Well, next episode for me, oh. actually. The next episode does something for me. I love the next episode. And I, I think mean, we're I gonna, also... I think we're going to call it the Concrete Golem one as well. Because <laughs> I can't think of a better name. <laughs> well, okay. No, like and friends, you writing that the one down the there. Concrete Golem? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that one then. Yeah, let's actually... So yeah, we don't even have to do a title. Number 24. Number right 24. We don't have a title for this one yet. The Concrete Golem one that just yeah. happened. The, the fucking one. Listen, you idiot. Scroll down on iTunes. It's the one. It's the one right there. It's you dumbass. It's not up yet as we're talking. It has a title by the time you're seeing this it. timeline. But as you're hearing, it is up. That's what we call Dude, in the business. The realest form of time travel there yes. is. A ruined and abandoned concrete. Yeah, so um, this episode is definitely in my top eight. Oh, uh -huh. for sure. Mine too. No question. Huh. This one makes the bracket. Chessman, you say, huh? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just interested why. Uh, so the... Let's just... There are a number of factors. So for one thing, the image, just the concept and image of this sad, shambling city constantly always being built by automatons who don't even really want to be and doing falling it. falling apart, yeah. Uh, that, that's such like a great, yeah. great image. It's almost completely analogous to real life. <laughs> it's almost oh, yeah. like, yeah. I live in Washington, D.C., and I literally transplanted myself <laughs> into my surroundings. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the, the, the setup with like, what was his name? Um, oh, Prom. Prom. Um, like this kind of like rebel the prom king, was as he's of, called, and all these like artificers who originally like programmed the go golems and got taken out. Now, now it's kind of automatic. And this wealthy gentry that's hiding in quarantine and like using these house golems to communicate and work. And I just think it's all really well realized. And we also set up at the end of the episode that all throughout like the years. As the Golem City grew larger and larger and taller, uh, all these different civilizations came over and had their own interactions with them. And to me, that's something we could like round out in a really yeah. interesting way. Maybe have mm -hmm. those civilizations like survive there and like stake out a piece of the little land pockets. And, yeah, yeah. It it is. I think it's cool. It is a lot more inspired than I. I know we haven't been comparing like head to head this whole time. But it is a lot more inspired than the uh, than Laura. Well, it's very it's very alien and very interesting, like in a way that you can visualize without too much headache, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it very vividly as mm -hmm. we talk about it. It's always nice. I yeah, yeah. Maybe it was the time I spent in Russia or the time I spent in Colombia <laughs> or the time I spent in D.C. <laughs> but something about like crumbling uh metropolitan areas is like really awesome to me and i like it a lot it, it does it for you yeah i mean when you when you say like this endless brutalist cityscape you, yeah. yeah this is a definite keeper uh yeah i'm for keeping sure. this just under the wire yeah. that's cool keeper. i'm definitely uh, wait oh, do we have I'm, eight i am much more into keeping this one than uh bayou bailiffs yeah, same. That was part of my decision yeah, on Bio Bailiffs was looking at the one coming up, and I was like, oh, but I want to keep that one, too. Yeah, so let me tally them up real quick. Um, cut that Get one. Get out the abacus while we... Snip, snip, Do we stop recording? Snip, nope. Nope. Just no. a second. That's all useful, all, maybe. He's you calculating. Know, so that's one, two, three, four, eight. Yeah, that's eight. Wait, really? Well, wait, Walter said somewhere in his top ten. How are you counting um, for those? Yeah. I don't Those know, I, but we can cut well, the ones in my top ten. I, if we have a full well, bracket, well, yeah, just give me the eight. If it, if it comes out nicely, eight, and no one like quibbles. Yeah, with if it, it too actually much, wound then. out eight, I'm yeah. fine with our top eight. Doing the eight, like all the stuff we didn't cut is 100 views of Mount Funk, the Mendicant Gate, Exiles of Varn, Mole Train, Sunlit Sails. The Benevolent Sun, Hyperborea, and the Concrete Golem one. 
Yeah, that's, that's a good a, lineup. Yeah, that's that a is good a solid lineup, lineup sure. of reputable worlds that we yeah. built. All bangers. All tight all ass th- worlds. Dude, the first like three or four episodes of season two were all so sick. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, the we got um it's funny, we've got like three from the first four episodes, and we've got three from like almost the back four. Um which uh, you know, maybe Back, back five. five. Back five. <laughs> the back five. Um, they call me back five. And I'm a little intimidated because you guys remember um, the first uh, recap. We did it with only about like nine worlds or so, maybe ten. And most of them were sh- just shit. Most of them were bad. Well, this will make it much more interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we have like basically about that many that are all like I don't want I want to revisit almost all of these maybe all of them. It did sort of feel like the first season it really just came down to True Cuts and then oh the yeah oh yeah True of, Cuts was the best it was the best one that we had by far yeah the I mean the only thing that came close to competing was the idea of merging Sea of Time with Bridge <laughs> of the Gods yeah yeah that was good and in a double cage match and who knows what could happen. <laughs> <laughs> next week on wait is it we gonna do it next week yeah oh gosh we're gonna have to oh man hey you've just committed us to a verbal contract well i mean we can demon. edit that part out we're gonna edit wow. over half this episode out wow we sure made it off fucked yeah. up worlds huh yeah we sure did i agree boys it is sort of telling that all the episodes that we pass through are pretty shitty to live in if you're a human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking next season I want to do more positive prompts. Well, and we see talked what about it before. I think it's not that our prompts aren't positive. Uh, <laughs> I think we built well, some pretty. Yeah. They're just generic words. Like healing or something. Mm-hmm. Healing. It's been it's such a be. bright and positive year. You know, it really tracks. <laughs> uh, yeah, these are all of our quarantine episodes. Yeah, you know right? what's oh, funny shit. is quarantine started with, uh, what was it, the Eureka box? That the was Eureka box. Officially, like, like our first season. quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, oh. from then on out. Uh, yeah, it's very funny. Actually, it's weird that we produced all these in quarantine. God, and it's still going on. <laughs> it is also weird that we're going to produce an entire other season in quarantine. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> We're going to produce and with season that, 50 more and with episodes. That, that's our show. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Wednesday. If you wish, go ahead and write us a review on our t- iTunes. It helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at LoreLads or send a spirited hate mail at 30MinuteWorlds at gmail.com. With the release of this episode, you're going to see on our Facebook page and on our Twitter, we're going to have a bracket of the worlds that made the cut that are going to be making it to the season finale episode. We want you guys to email us, tweet at us, whatever. Let us know which of these worlds you think. We will consider your input as weighty input when it comes to like judging which worlds we're actually going to revisit. So we will take it seriously. Uh, we want to get you guys involved. Y'all are good to us. Your opinion does matter a lot more than Walter's. In some cases. What up? Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building. <laughs>